Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Lay Bear podcast, an audio experience designed to decode leadership and inspire action. Being a forward-thinking leader and game changer, you've tuned in to discover pragmatic tips and hints on leadership from the very best leaders. Each episode is dedicated to sharing pragmatic stories from the field and more importantly, real examples of what successful leaders are actually doing to deliver at pace. With so much to share, let's hand over to your host, Graham Wilson. So today we're going to share habit number six, which is the importance of playing to your strengths. If I was to ask you what your strengths are, you'd probably find it quite difficult and many people do because it's very difficult, isn't it, to understand what you're good at because it's natural for you. It's something that you find really easy and perhaps other people would find really difficult and really challenging. For you, it's quite simple. So when you get asked that question, it's quite difficult to find out what they are. So I want to explore on today's video really around the importance of that, how that helps you and how sometimes the the way we've been treated in the past sometimes doesn't really focus on our strengths. I mean, how many of you, for example, have been involved in appraisals where you've had a fantastic year, but there's that one moment in the year where you made a mistake and the whole conversation, doesn't it? The whole conversation seems to evolve around that one mistake you made rather than you know, the great successes you had and your training plan or development plan or your PDP or whatever it's called in your business is often focused on your weaknesses and the things that you'll never really be good at. And I find that quite fascinating because you know, if, if I was, um, I don't know, a, a coach of a I don't know, sports team, let's say, say a football team, for just for example, if I can use that, and uh, I've got my star striker in for their performance conversation and I bring them in, we sit down and have a conversation and say, look, you've had a fantastic year and uh, really pleased about how you've come back from injury. You've been brilliant to the team. Uh, you're a fantastic asset and uh, it's been great to see you score those most amazing goals and, and well done. However, I have uh, have noticed that when we're on a training pitch that when it's your turn in goal, you're pretty useless at goalkeeping. So what we're gonna do this year, we're gonna send you on a goalkeeping course because that's obviously clearly a weakness for you. So it's important that you, you can actually do that properly. <laughs> now, if you were a sports coach of an elite team, you wouldn't do that, would you? What you'd probably do is identify what your star striker's good at and send them on courses to improve what they're already good at. That sort of makes sense, doesn't it? So we tend to have been treated in the past where you know, it's, we've got to be perfect in everything we do and you've got to have this sort of a framework or a competency framework where you've got to be able to good and you get measured and all this sort of stuff. And, and actually, for me, all the performance I know and certainly with the teams I've worked with and developed over the years, the real performance comes when everyone is actually focused on using their strengths and, and actually is allowed to use their strengths and actually puts those strengths to use. I wrote in Leadership Laid Bare a, a while ago around a, a wonderful story I heard uh, years ago. And it takes us to uh, China and it takes us up to the mountains to a small village. And we're going back quite a few years now. And they didn't have running water in their homes, but there's a Chinese uh, family and uh, the husband and wife and, and children, and they all live together. And it's all a fantastic living and they work hard. And in the morning, because uh, he really loves his family, he, uh, he gets up really early before everyone else is up. And, he actually goes down and actually gets the family uh, water from the river. And it's about a mile and a half walk down to the river. And with him, he takes two pots and he gets one of those poles across his back. You can picture it, can't you? And he's walking down, down the same path uh, every morning. And he goes to the river and fills the pots up and then walks back. And, you know, and when he walks back, he picks some flowers uh, for his wife. And you know, it's, a, it's a wonderful living and he gets back. And then obviously the family then wake up and there's water to wash and there's water for breakfast 
breakfast and water for the rest of the day and it's a, a great thing that he's done and it's a bit of a habit for him. This story actually is not really about the, the Chinese family. What the, the story is about is about the two pots and one day um, they, were, they were sat and one of the pots noticed that the other pot was uh, looking a bit sad and a bit down and a bit down in the dumps and uh, sort of, well, I need to have a conversation with this and, and make sure yeah, they're okay. So he said, are you okay? I've noticed you're a bit, bit down in the dumps at the moment. And he said, well, I've just been reflecting on what we do and, and every morning we go down and get the water and uh, I feel a little bit uh, upset the fact that you know, when, you, when you get back, because you're so perfect, you, you come back and it's a full, a full pot of water and uh, when I get back is a lot of my water has leaked through all the cracks and the holes. I've only got about a third of the amount of water left and, and that, that you have and, and I feel a bit inadequate and feel a bit down about that. And the other pot thought for a little while and reviewed what had happened and reviewed what goes on every morning and started a conversation with the other pot and said, well, let's, let's talk through that, shall we? And uh, let's talk about, it. have you noticed that every day he brings back flowers for, for his wife? And he said, yeah, I said, it's amazing. That so when she sees those fly, flowers, her, her face lights up and she's so grateful for, for her husband to bring back these lovely flowers and to be thinking of her and to, to make her day. And obviously brings back the water as well. He said, yeah, he said, that's amazing. He said, well, have you noticed where he gets the flowers from? He said, yeah, well, they're actually down you know, one side of the path, aren't they? He said, yes. He said, have you noticed actually it's only one side that the, uh, the flowers grow? He said, yeah, it's strange. I, know. I have thought about that in the past and I wonder why. I said, well, what happens is because um, you know, our master, he goes down every morning, he does the same thing over and ago and, and puts the same pots on Sarah's shoulders. What happens is when he fills up and we turn around, we come back is that although that you feel inadequate that the water is leaking out of your pot, what actually is happening is you're watering your side of the path every single morning so that the flowers grow and obviously when the flowers grow they're beautiful and the, the master takes them back to his wife and um, so what you're doing is contributing to such an amazing moment you just haven't realized that and the pot thought for a little while i thought you know that is so true i hadn't realized actually you know what what actually i have and, and what i'm actually doing and i think that's a, a wonderful story isn't it when we think about it is that we don't always value what we've got and we don't spend enough time thinking about our strengths. You know, we use a number of tools in, in our business to help leaders understand their tools. You can go through conversations, you can get feedback from people. So we use tools like Strengths Profiles, Strength Scopes, another tool, all the, Gallup, the work that Gallup do as well. And there's some great stuff and dialogue you can have to start to really identify what your strengths are. So what is it that gives you energy? What do you find really easy? What perhaps are some of your unrealized strengths? When we're building teams, one of the things we do is we make sure that, that people are playing to position, they're using their strengths, and you know, we, we actually build their strengths and, and make sure they use more of their strengths. And I think that's a, a great outlook on life. And certainly I know when teams and individuals and leaders are using their strengths, they're gonna be a lot more effective. And the research backs it up. You know, Science-based research shows that when you focus on the positives, and we use a, a body of thinking called appreciative inquiry, when you really look for things and you look for strength and grow uh, the strengths, it's amazing what people can do and actually can deliver extraordinary results. And they'll surprise you in terms of what they do because when you apply their strengths in every situation, they're gonna be really, really successful, aren't they? Tomorrow, I'm gonna to share some ideas on habit number seven, which is all about the ability to achieve much more by slowing down. Till then, have a great time and every success. Bye for now. A big thank you for listening to the Leadership Laid Bear podcast with me, Graham Wilson. For more information on our guest leader and to find out how we can support you, 
check out the links in the description and look out for our next leadership podcast. Remember, leadership is all about taking action. Make sure you connect and apply the lessons learned. Have fun and bye for now.